You're listening to Behind the Shield, giving you 15 minutes of inspiration, triumphs, and more with the Salvation Army. Hi, I'm Captain Ken Chapman. I'm the area commander of the Salvation Army here in Orange and Osceola counties, where we're doing the most good. And during this time of year, we uh, want you to understand stories behind the shield. What are the things that we are doing that make a difference in this community? How does the work of the Salvation Army make the community a better place? And if you donate to the Salvation Army, what difference does that make? And how is your money being used and your donations and resources being used? So today I have a a great guest with me. His name is Christopher Ryan. And Christopher came into our shelter and was accepted into our transitional housing. We have two forms of shelter. We do emergency shelter, people who need a few days to get stabilized, to get on their feet. And uh, then we have transitional housing, which is a program that helps people uh, get their IDs, get their life together, all the things they need need working with a case manager and, and getting things done to, to move forward. So Christopher, you've, you have quite a story. So welcome. And the first thing I want to ask you is tell us a little, first of all, let me say he's got his support dog with him. So if you hear a little whining there, this is a cuddly little big dog who just wants to be loved. So if you hear a little whining, that's because she's looking for attention. Yes, she is. So Christopher, tell us the background that got you to the door of the Salvation Army. Well, I was in California and I was getting ready to get my housing and um, my service dog was stolen and I ended up leaving and going to Boulder rather than getting in any trouble. <laughs> so I go to Boulder, I'm there for a year, We were I was working on housing there and I have, I have kids here in Florida and then my dad started getting sick and I decided to just come back just me and the dog by ourselves. I've been homeless on the road for 10 years, um, panhandling and you know, living that lifestyle for a while. Time for me to come home. So I, when I came home, my dad and my brother are allergic to my dog. And <laughs> so I can't really stay at my parents' or my dad's house. And I came here, spent one night at my dad's, and then went to the door of the Salvation Army. And they welcomed me with open arms. Me Great. And, me and Mary Jane. You know, a lot of times uh, people have this um, perception of people who are homeless um, as being bums and not wanting to work and not wanting to make their lives better. How can you help us dispel that myth? Well, there's like any other society, a homeless society or, or a traveling society like that I was in, um, there are truly bums out there that don't care. And there's bums out there will roll around in the dirt and then go beg for money. And, and they do, but that's very minimal. Most of the people out there are highly intelligent, great artists, most of them. Um, they will work, and they've just had something bad happen to them where they get stuck in a rut for a little while until they come out of it. Did you consider yourself stuck in a rut at, at any time during those 10 years of being homeless? Yes, sir. Well, I, I, I went homeless not because I had to, because I wanted to. In the situation I was going through in my divorce of my life, um, it's okay. It's yeah, fine. be yeah. real, man. Um, we need you to be real. So, so you, you, were there things that caused you to not want to get home or to get things in your life put oh, yeah. back in order? What, what were the things yeah. that held you back? 
Um, I didn't. I my divorce was pretty bad. My wife took the kids, and she got um, me to where I can't couldn't see the kids at all. And um, I had to coming back into Florida. I had no idea if she had put a warrant on me again or anything. Even though I've because I haven't had contact with her in ten years. So a lot of times emotional things happen uh, oh, yeah. life life things happen things that um, throw you into a tailspin and a lot of people who are stabilized don't realize that there are a lot of sometimes mental illness emotional illnesses things that hold you back obviously there are people who are tied to addiction and other things that keep them homeless but in your case at some point you made some kind of a choice in your life okay it's time to change this lifestyle it's time to get back home and get my life straightened out yes sir that that, that happened in boulder and i just woke up one day and said i'm going back home and i did and when and when i got here it was great. I wasn't expecting as much help as I as I got. Um, I mean, y'all have brought me a long way. But yeah, my mental health has been a lot of it. Um, how I got stuck in the rut. I was an alcoholic. I was a major alcoholic for all my life, since I can remember. And um, you know, when I, after my divorce, and I just said, "To heck with society," and dropped out of it. So <laughs> you just checked out. Anymore. You yeah. checked out. And I that, mentally that, just went boom. I'm, I got to. I got to get out of here because it's. I'm either going to go to jail for something I didn't do, or something bad. And that's the story happen. with and the a kids lot of, are going to see. That's the story right. with a lot of people who are considered unhoused. Right. So you found your way to the door of the Salvation Army, yes, and I believe Angelo Vasquez was your case manager. He was my case manager at first. I had um, Mr. Ash. I was there for 30 days, and I did the 30-day thing. 30 days, I got my license. I got all the basics that I needed to. My medical started. My uh, Social Security started. Everything that I know I'm going to need when I leave Salvation Army. So it's important for our listeners to understand, you don't just park at the Salvation Army and oh, no. sit there in the shelter. <laughs> they, they, We have programs that that in, encourage you and actually force you sometimes mm-hmm. to get your ID, to get your yeah. medical things straight. get down. it or go, one of the two. Yeah. And and that's really how you have to be with most people. And it, it kind of sucks that it has to be like that with a lot of people. But, it, but the procrastinators, I wasn't one because I've been procrastinating for 10 years. <laughs> but um, I'm very motivated in my goal of being able to get see my children. That's the final goal is getting my children back. But right now, I'm getting ready to go into my housing for life uh, from HUD Vash um, in the military. And I'm getting ready to get my Social Security, which is, I've only been able to go to all the doctors and stuff because I was housed inside and <laughs> looked decent, didn't smell, and was able to go to the doctors. Um, and I've gotten a whole wardrobe from them. When I had nothing, I came in with a backpack and a bag of dog food for Mary Jane that's all we so, had so sometimes it's called tough love uh-huh. it's uh, uh you don't just like I said you don't just sit there we we encourage you and 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 actually require our our uh-huh. uh, clients and our residents to be active and proactive and get in their lives together right. so so Angelo Wet Vasquez is one of our best case managers and he's been there a long time um, and he really cares about the people he deals with and I am so glad that you made your way to the Salvation Army so 
when you got there and you got your program established for you, so there's things like you've got to maintain your sobriety, uh-huh. right? Oh, yeah. um, you got to have mental health treatment. Yep. You got to have medical care visits, yep. um, Medicaid benefits, SSI and SSDI benefits, mm-hmm. veterans d- benefits, and HUD. All of that's included. Now, some of the challenges that go along with that are. Only two months sober in an environment of men's shelter can be conducive to a relapse. That's a challenge. Diagnosed with ADHD, PTSD, depression, uh, last, uh, and your last mental health doctor appointment treatment was over three months ago. Yeah, I've got one coming up next month. I just got my insurance and all my Medicaid and everything, so I'm able to get my doctors now. And so you've completed your applications for all of your benefits, yes. which is a great thing. Actually, I went to my last doctor yesterday, and I'll know in 15 days. Hallelujah. <laughs> so here's some things that, that we, we have noted as success things, uh, achievements that you've yes, made. Sir. You continue living in sobriety. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Uh, you began treatment uh, with a health care facility for the homeless, yes, uh, and it's uh, called NOW, uh-huh. and you're through Simply Healthcare um, Services as well. Yes, sir. And all help, mental health and med- medical care through Medicaid, that's going to be working for you. You continue with all the requests and requirements of your application process on appeal. You've been working on that. And you've been approved, hallelujah, for HUD mm-hmm. and VASH housing, scheduled to move in this week yes. to a two-bedroom apartment in Orlando with Mary Jane, your support dog. Yes, and so you've come a long way from how many months ago? Six months. Six months ago. And here you are now, permanently housed, yep. and b- receiving your benefits and getting your life together, continuing to live in sobriety and being a productive member of our society. How does yes, that feel? It feels a lot better than I was on the streets for all the mirrors. So think back six months ago. Think back eight months ago. I was in the snow in Boulder, Colorado, <laughs> homeless. And you with mentioned a puppy. you didn't smell well. Oh no, I probably well, you know, it snows out there, so you really don't sweat. But um, you know, you go about a week or two, bird bath in between, and you know, living on the road is not easy sometimes. Yeah, and it's dangerous. Yeah, as well. I mean, you could I, when I was actually hitchhiking from place to place. I mean, I'd wake up, I didn't have any idea where I was at sometimes. I'd get a ride from A to B. It's closer to which way I was going, which I really didn't care which way I was going. I was just out there trying to get my brain back together. But your life is so different now. Oh, yes. Now you have more purpose. Now you do care about where you end up and where you're going. Oh, yeah. Well, we believe in the Salvation Army and preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. We believe that all good things come from him and during your um, case management i'm sure spiritual and emotional care has been offered to you oh, yes. and uh, preaching of the gospel and we believe once jesus is in the mix and people have a commitment to whatever their belief is that there's a stronger bond and there's a stronger p- a probability that you will have a success rate because you got to have an emotional and spiritual attachment yes. yeah Does that happened for you yeah, you, you got to know there's something else out there. There's something better that's, than us, and there's there's an end goal to to our lives. And I think finding ourselves is, and then finding 
our peace with our maker is how we get there. Do you feel like you have purpose now in your life? Oh, yes, sir. I'm, I'm, I'm getting real close to getting ready to see my kids I haven't seen in 10 years. So look five years into the future, Christopher. Tell us what you see in your crystal ball. <laughs> Hopefully I'll be on five acres of property somewhere in a with a decent home, little small home I built that I can add on to for my kids whenever they come for vacation. And How old are your kids, kids right now? <laughs> I got 31, uh, 29, a 22-year-old stepson. And I have my younger two kids with my ex-wife. They're 14 and 16 now. So you, your relationship now is repaired and it's better? Working, it's working on it. Um, the one with my youngest one is kind of issue because it's, it's a court thing. So um, that's going to take a little bit longer. But I do speak to my other two pretty much daily. Well, we are so proud of the progress you have made and the fact that you found your way to the Salvation Army uh, and had people who, like you said in your words, received you with open arms. Uh, we're proud of Angelo Vasquez, our case manager, Robert Rock Rockwell, who runs the uh, shelter, um, Ash and uh, Denise Major, who is our director of social services. We have a team that really breathes into all of our clients. Oh, yeah. And I we're love working, every one of them. Every one of them did everything they could for me. And we're working on renovating the men's shelter. You know, the facilities are in very poor shape right now. Yeah. But in January, we begin uh, remodeling and, rent and modernization, and we'll bring it into the 21st century, and we're looking forward to having a better shelter. We hope down the road that you'll be a part of coming in and helping mentor oh, men yes. who come in who went through similar experiences like yourself but we're so glad that you came today and shared your story because i believe your story can be inspiration for other people who are going through very similar things but it's important for our supporters and funders to hear that the donations that we receive in kind and cash donations make the difference in people's lives and it restores people's lives it brings you back into productivity so we're proud of you, Christopher. We look forward to Thank big so things much. happening from you. Thank you for sharing your story with us today and sharing your time with us. And always glad to see Mary Jane. I want a dog just like her because she's a beautiful, beautiful. I wish you all could Thank see you her. Thank so much. She's a loving, loving, cuddly little dog. So this is Captain Ken Chapman, area commander of the Salvation Army in Orange and Osceola counties. We're doing the most good. That is not a brag. That is a pledge that we will do the most good with the resources you entrust to us. And these days... When it's hard to trust anybody, you can trust the Salvation Army. 82 cents of every dollar goes directly to helping people like Christopher Ryan and other people who come through our doors. So God bless each of you. Thank you for supporting the Salvation Army. Have a wonderful day and know that Jesus loves you. Behind the Shield is powered by News 6, United Way, City of Orlando and Orange County.